This is The Structuring Podcast. Welcome back. This is episode 72 of The Structuring Podcast. Terry Wall here. And today's topic is borrowing and on lending the borrowed money and deductibility of interest. So I get a lot of clients who set up trusts or companies and they borrow money and then on lend the money to the company or the trust to invest. The same thing can happen with spouses as well. Homer, for example, might own the main residence and the loan might be in his name and for whatever reason, they're going to buy some income-producing shares in the name of Marge, who is his spouse. So in situations like that, it's the end user that gets to claim the interest. So it'll be the company or the trust or the spouse that claims the interest. But this is only possible if there's a a written on-lending loan agreement and it's an agreement that is uh, the type of agreement that two strangers would enter into. So it can't be a a back-of-an-envelope type of agreement. The interest rate has to be set, the loan term has to be set and the loan agreement has to be complied with. Although it's the end user that claims the interest, what will happen though is the initial borrower will be incurring interest from the bank and they'll be getting interest income from the person or the entity they on lend the money to. So they have to record this in their tax return, but it will generally cancel each other out. So let's take the example of Homer who's borrowing $100,000 interest only at 5% interest and he's incurring $5,000 per year in interest with his bank. He then on-lends that money to the corporate trustee of a discretionary trust, which he controls. The trust would basically pay him $5,000, and he would use that $5,000 in interest to offset the $5,000 in income. So his net tax position would be zero. The trust is incurring interest by having to pay that 5000 to Homer. So it's the trust that ends up with the deduction. The same thing would happen if Homer had lent the $100,000 to a company or if he had lent the money to his wife. Now, I often get questions like, uh, I'm on a high taxable income. How can I get the deduction in my personal name and the trust get the benefit in its name? Well, basically, you can't. So if you borrow at 5% and you charge the trust, say, 1%, you're going to lose $4,000 because you're paying the bank more than you're receiving in income. It's basically a negative geared transaction. However, case law will suggest that um, because it's a related party transaction that two strangers would not enter into, you'll not be able to claim the full $5,000 in expenses if you did that. Your deductions would be limited to $1,000. So the extra $4,000 in interest is not deductible and it's not a cost-based expense or anything like that. If you had borrowed at 5% and on lent it at 6%, then that's a different matter. You would you would be conducting a uh, transaction which produced a profit. So you, you could do it. However, you're making a $1,000 profit. So you're going to be paying tax on that $1,000 and the trust or the company or the spouse is going to have extra deductions. So you're probably doing the opposite of what you want to do. You're diverting income from one of the other entities to yourself. 
which isn't good if you're on the high tax bracket. Now, it could be done with certain trusts where the uh, person has a fixed entitlement. And it could be a discretionary trust, which is partially fixed. But there's got to be a a reason for the taxpayer to make a loss. For example, if there's going to be a, a capital gain at some point and the trust is structured so that capital gain must go to the person who lends the money, that might allow the interest to be deductible and it might allow for negative gearing in a trust. However, where it is a plain old uh, discretionary trust, that's not possible. An example is um, the trustee of a unit trust issuing units to a person who borrows to buy those units. So that person is borrowing to buy income-producing units rather than borrowing to on-lend to the trust. So that's a different scenario. And perhaps we should cover that in a future episode rather than get sidetracked here. So just remember when you're borrowing money and you're on lending it, it has to be a written loan agreement. It's the end user that gets to claim the deduction in full if the person lending the money is borrowing and lending at the same or even a higher interest rate, but not if they are lending at a lower interest rate. And remember to get legal and tax advice before trying this at home. Okay, that's it for this week. Bye for now. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.